Hello, everyone. It's been a little bit since we have been together for our podcast. Yes, it's been a while. Yes, this is your girl, Joe Faye. I'm Nisha. And we are Real Joy. Joy. All right. So a lot of things have happened between the last time we had our podcast and now. And um, and I actually, I reached out to Naisha and I said, okay, I have something I love for us to talk about on our podcast. And Naisha was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. So she's actually going to be experiencing everything that you're hearing for the first time, first time as well, because she has not experienced right. what I want right. us to talk about today. So there is this book. I think I may have mentioned it a while Okay, I'm not sure, but there is this book right now that I'm reading, and it's entitled "The One Thing: The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results," and is written by Gary Keller with Jay Papasan. Sounds right. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what we're gonna say. And so this book, um, 18 chapters, I believe, of a book, and it has a it has been a book that for me has been life changing. Um, it's one of those books that. You hear things kind of like what your mama used to tell you, right. you know, don't touch the oven because if you touch the oven, you might get burned. Uh-huh. And then you, you're like, she don't know uh-huh. what she's talking about. And you touch the oven. You're like, oh, I got burned. And your mama's like, I told you so. That's what this book feels <laughs> like when you read the book. My mama told me that I should have just paid attention. So in this book, it walks you through just some practical ways in which you can just let go. I, I like to say let go and let God, mm. let go and let God leave. Yeah. And I heard about this book from my pastor, actually, one Sunday. He was preaching on a topic and he mentioned this book. It was actually a topic on prayer time and mm. having quiet time. And he referenced this book about the one thing. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you know, when he references a book. Yeah. You know, my radar went up. I was like, uh-oh. And I wrote down the name of the book, and I said, I'll just check back into it later. Mm-hmm. And I actually downloaded the book, listened to the book, downloaded the copies and right. stuff. Right, yeah. And this book for me has been amazing. So shout out to Pichia Follow at Hillside. Thank you very much for being vulnerable and sharing uh, the things that you're learning on the side for those of us who are listening to be able to grow more. Yes. So, All right, so... We're going to kind of skip ahead a little bit because in this book, there's so many great chapters. But the chapter that I wanted us to talk about today, Naisha, if it's okay with you, we're going to talk about chapter 15 and probably chapter 16 of the book. We're going to kind of skip ahead. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. So this book, chapters 1 through 14, it just kind of talks about, you know, the purpose of you um, narrowing down things in your life. So they call it the one thing. What is the one thing that's important to you? And then, you know, how you can put things aside so that way you can focus on the one thing and then become the master of that one thing. Okay. So what I really liked about chapter 15, and the reason why I'm kind of skipping ahead is because we have about, what, 18 days of school yeah, left. Yeah, not too much. Not right. too much longer. And so, you know, when I'm on Twitter, I keep seeing all these different little tweets about, you know, how many days left of school and I can't wait till we run off for the summer and blah, blah, blah. And I just got really irritated with it, Naisha. Mm-hmm. 
because I was like, I don't know why we do that. Why we're always yeah. counting, counting, counting down, counting down the days. Yeah. And so I tweeted out, please do not count down the days. There are some students and staff that see school as a safety net. Instead, count up the days left to get your teach and your lead on. Grace is never too late to give or receive. And that was really great to hear because <laughs> I can be guilty of that too. Like summertime, I'm ready to go. But when I look at it that way, like, okay, I have X amount of days left yes. to give an impact and make a purpose. Yes. Um, so looking at it that way, just changing the perception or your your perception, I think, mm-hmm. is a really good way right. to think about it. And then you can think, of your gratitude that I have these days left, that That's I can right. pour into these kids. So I'm thankful for that. And it just That's changes. Right. Or it has helped me to change my attitude. Because, you know, that idea of lounging, in the pool and, and whatnot. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds great, mm-hmm. but that's not a reality. And then that being able to pour into someone for those amount of days. Right. Um, that's much better than right. lounging around in the pool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, there's a quote from the book. It says, every minute of every day, the question is, never will we be doing something, but rather what that something is that we'll be doing. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of think about well, we have 18 days left, right? right? And so I need to put a note on my door. It says, I have 18 days left to make an impact. Right. And so my one thing that I want to focus on yeah. from now to the end of the school year is who can I impact? I love that because it makes it so much more positive. I know. I want to so wear, I wanna wear a purposeful. cape to school now. Yeah, I want to oh, wear my goodness. superhero cape. And she will. Girl, <laughs> you wait. But it's like, what? who can I? It's just like, right. so tomorrow, like, okay, yeah. who can I impact? Then yeah. the next day, who can I impact? Yeah. Then the next day, who can I impact? Yeah. That just makes it more exciting to come back. Right. To school exactly. Every day exactly. And to spread that joy mm-hmm. that we really yeah. you know, look forward to. So in chapter 15, it gives some ideas on ways in which we could quickly, you know, put something like that into place. So for me, that one thing that I want to do from now to the end of the school year, who can I impact? Yeah. Right. So the first thing that they talk about is block off time for your one for thing. One thing. Mm-hmm. So the most productive time, according to this book, is in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of times you will have things like meetings and things like that first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. But they're saying in order for you to actually master the one thing that you want to do, switch that around and work on what you want to master first thing in, in the, the morning. morning. And then they call that um, like supervising stuff, like managing, managing your time. Mm-hmm. And then everything else that you need to do that has nothing to do with your goal. Right. Do it later. Do it later. Because you are the most productive first thing in the morning. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first thing. So block off time for the one thing that you want to focus on. Right. The second thing is you need to block off the time for that one thing. So you got to figure out what is that one thing that you want to Mm -hmm. accomplish. And then the third thing is when you block off your time, you need to actually give an amount of time. So if you're going to block off time, block off an hour. If you're going to block off an hour, that means nothing else can get in the way of that time. In this book, they recommend four hours. You block off four hours a day to master the one thing that you want to get done. 
to real like if you really want to hone wow. in on your skill. Yeah. So they so they at so four hours. Yeah. So they give an mm-hmm. example of like um like a musician, right? Uh-huh. So they can't become masters of that instrument by tinkering around with it right. like for 10 minutes. Right. You block out time up to four hours yeah. every day to become the master. master and I guess that, that makes sense when you think about classes. So you yeah. block off time to master this concept in ELA. Are you block off this time also for the homeworks reinforced at ELA? So that makes yes. sense. Yes. Yeah. So you actually block off that time. The most productive people, the ones who experience extraordinary results, design their days around doing their one one thing. thing. And it says their most important appointment each day is with themselves and they never miss it. Now, she she told me this before we started. And I was just thinking that is so true, but also so hard. Yeah. Because a lot of time we are just givers. Yeah. And we don't take that time, that appointment with ourselves. And I can just think back on my days just from this week. Yeah. Yeah. I had no time. Yeah. I, I missed that appointment with myself. And it says here, the key to making this work is to block time as early in your day as you possibly can. Give yourself 30 minutes to an hour to take care of morning priorities. That includes coffee, prayer time, saying hello to your family. Then move into your one one thing. And don't let anything else get in the way of your Not just say this is going to mean I have to wake up earlier. (laughs) No! No, actually, you know what? I don't okay. consider myself a morning person. But you know so what? How is that gonna work? So here's what I would say: because okay, mm-hmm. this may be really surprising to you. Okay, I am not a morning person. Okay, I'm more of a I can stay up all night long. Right? Really? Yes, I'm an evening person. My husband's a morning person; drives yeah. me up the wall. Yeah, he's always so bubbly. Hey, uh-huh. good morning. I'm like, Ugh. that's not me. Yes. No, <laughs> but so what I do is when I get up in the morning, I get up. And I take the same path. I get up. I go pick up, you know, the towel and stuff that I need to, yeah. you know, to take my shower. And then I walk into the kitchen, make sure the coffee's good. But I, so to save time there, I set the coffee the night before. The night before. Yeah, because I'm already standing in the kitchen. Yeah. So I, it only takes me a few seconds. So then when I walk into the kitchen, coffee's already done. Yeah. Then I go into the ironing room and plug in the iron. Mm-hmm. Then I walk back to the room. And I look at my closet. Okay, yep. Yep. Oh, hold on. Go check the weather. Yep. I'll wear that. Walk back, grab my coffee, go into the iron room, drink my coffee, iron my clothes, walk out, get dressed, get in my car. That's my whole morning. So you're just routine. Routine. Every morning. But in between all that, I look at my clock and I say, okay. And my alarm goes off Mm -hmm. at, um, I have my alarm going off at 530. Mm -hmm. That says, get up. Yeah. And then I've set my alarm to go off again at 6.30. It'll say, it's 6.30 a.m. And then it goes off again at 6.45. At 6.45, it says, it's prayer time. Oh, okay. So I do my, I try to do my prayer time at that time. I try to um, read my devotion at that time. If I don't catch it, when I get in my car, Mm -hmm. that's my time. time. So between leaving my house and coming to the Mm -hmm. school, I have that amount of time Mm -hmm. to get my my meat that's right. my appointment for myself right. right then when i get to school if there's anything else i need to dabble in i will mm-hmm. otherwise i start my one thing right right and so i I, I think 
So I'm wondering, and I'm just thinking about my day mm-hmm. because I have to get my kids ready in the morning. Okay. And so one thing for me is I found that I didn't want to wake up and get them dressed and, and transfer any stress. Mm. And I I caught myself kind of doing that, like kind of when I would get my kids up and yeah. like, hurry up, go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I just felt like like a racehorse, right? And like <laughs> I, I don't want to send my kids to school yes. with, with an empty bucket. Yeah. So I just I just told myself when I get up, I have to try and be as positive and fill their bucket as much as I can. Sure. Before I send them out, and and so I did kind of. It does take effort. I guess I will say that because yeah. I'm not a morning person. Yes, it, <laughs> it takes, takes effort. a lot of effort. It really does. Um, and so one of the things that I used to do is when I get to school, if, if you know anything about me, my room is, uh, I don't turn my light off when mm-hmm. I first come in in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't turn my light on. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of when I take my time. Mm-hmm. But just been kind of rushing and I don't think prioritizing well, Yeah, I've been missing that appointment. You're missing the appointment I've with I've been yourself. missing that appointment with myself. Yeah. So nothing else. Yeah. So I that's to, why, like yeah. for me, um, I, my appointment with myself between yeah. my house and coming here, yeah. I cannot miss you it. Miss and it. I feel bad when I miss it. Yeah. Well, I am bad when I miss it. See? I, I noticed that when I miss that time and I haven't, um, I usually will do that during my conference. Mm. So I, but there's other things that get in the way. But there's other that. things that get in the way of that, and I, and it's been happening a lot lately. Yes. And I think I've been a horrible, <laughs> not so, horrible. But I just haven't been my right, best self, right? And I've noticed why, and I, I asked myself why am I like this, and I didn't put it into these words, but I used to just say decompress. Mm. Like I haven't had a, a chance to decompress. There's yeah. no point. In the day where I've taken some time with myself and just allowed myself to decompress. Yes. And so when she was showing me this and I was reading through it, I was very excited because I think it it puts it in perspective and mm-hmm. it kind of reinforces what we know to be true, but kind of gives us an idea of how to make it happen, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so then kind of going into chapter, um, well, in this chapter, it also talks about their there are four proven ways to battle distractions and to keep your eye on the one thing. So the first thing that they recommend is build a bunker. Find somewhere to work that takes you out of the path of disruption and interruption for your one thing. Right. Okay. Number two, store provisions. Have any supplies, materials, snacks, or beverages you need on hand other than for a bathroom break, avoid leaving your bunker. So for an example, when I my one thing is when I'm working on data for our school, right? right? So I always let my principal know I'm working on data. So mm-hmm. she knows right away. Right. Number two, I have enough snacks in my office. <laughs> I never have to walk out of here. Right. right? Number three, I cover things up. Yeah. I have my music plan. Right. I spread out and I work. Work. Mm-hmm. And I usually send out an email to the staff that yeah, says what? Do. What does it say? I'll be in my office, RTI. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll say, bring me a Dr. Pepper. All right. So, and then sweep for minds. Turn off your phone, shut down your email, and exit your internet browser. Now, the hardest thing about working on your one thing at work is you, because of the role that I'm in, it's hard Mm -hmm. to shut things out. Yeah. But this part here was this enlist support. Yes. Tell those who most likely to seek you out what you're doing and when you'll be available. available. And so mm-hmm. the one thing I have to say about where I work, these people are amazing. Yeah. If I say I'm working on data, mm-hmm. 
this entire campus comes together and yeah. helps support. So um, either somebody will walk by and check on me, send me an email, text. They see me in the hallway. How are you doing? Yeah. I get Dr. Pepper delivered to me. <laughs> um, my principal makes sure that nobody in- interrupts. So we do take care of each other if we, there's right. something that we yeah. need to work on for that one thing. But kind of think about how you would apply this in your home. Yes. Right? So mm-hmm. I'm working on this one thing for me yeah. personally, professionally. Right. So I have a place where I work, either work in my bedroom or uh-huh. I work at the library. I have snacks with me at all times. Like I always have something. Yeah. And then I sweep for mines. I do turn off my phone. I don't get on my email. And um, and then I enlist support from my family to help make sure yeah. that I'm not interrupted. Yeah. Okay. So that's there's that. So then chapter 16 talks about the three commitments that you have to make. And it says achieving extraordinary results through time blocking requires three commitments. First, you have to adopt the mindset of someone seeking mastery. I love that. I love it. What does that. that say to you when you hear that? Like, what does that mean to you? To me, that says that I'm going for success and nothing less. There you go. So there's the path. I love it. It's, it's, it's positive. It's purposeful. It's meaningful. There's no doubt. Yes. We will seek mastery. So why are you seeking to fail? <laughs> right. But but do you realize we do that? All the time. Yes. I'm never going to get this done. Yes. I'm never going to get this done. Yeah, and but if you actually seek with the mindset yeah. of I'm gonna mess, I love this. that. It's kind of like folding laundry. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get this yeah. done. Yeah. Well, as my mama would say, by hook or by crook, <laughs> I'm gonna get this done. And then you feel good when it's right. done, right? Right. Okay. Second, you must continually seek the very best ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. do something wrong all the time when right. you can seek to understand how to master yeah. the first time? Then third, you must be willing to be held accountable yes. to achieve your one thing. Ooh, that's it. Ooh, ooh, that's, that's that it. one thing. Yeah. Okay. And then my other favorite parts of this book is called, in chapter 17, we're going to skip ahead a little bit. The Four Thieves. Mm. The Four Thieves to Productivity. These are the, th- the, the four things that will rob you of your joy. Number one. Your inability to say no. She is coaching me through this one because I have an inability to say no. I really do. I really do. And I told her, well, maybe I'll just show people my book and just. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my book. I'm trying to learn how to say no. (laughs) So it says here, the one, the way to protect what you've said yes to. And to stay productive is to say no to anyone oh, or anything that, is so powerful. that could derail you. Now, mm-hmm. Okay, now this is the part that's going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That could include children. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because your children cannot have your best self until you take care of right. yourself. Right. Which goes back to keeping appointments with yourself. With yourself. Yeah. You know, get those buckets filled in a way for yourself. Right. So that way, because you, you cannot give somebody what you don't that's have. That's so true. That okay. is true. Then the other part, it says um, the fear of chaos. Mm-hmm. So what it says here about the fear of chaos, it says, don't be afraid to disrupt it. Like, don't be a, don't be afraid that your no could cause someone else to get off. Yeah. So you can't be worried about that. Right. Okay. And then poor health habits is your other thief of productivity. 
And that poor health habit is things like not getting enough sleep. Right. It does actually say you need to let it right. least eight hours. Now I'm just gonna be honest with you. That may not happen with me. Oh, I'm just being. I'm just being I, real I, honest. <laughs> because I, I, I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. That may not happen. Yeah. Because I've never. I don't think I've ever had eight hours of sleep. Really? Yeah. I'm a night owl. I've had twelve hours of oh, sleep. Oh, well, you know what that is. That I, that is one appointment that I keep. I well, look at you. Make, yes. <laughs> I cannot function. Yeah. off a limited amount of sleep. I don't know what it is, but I can't. Well, what I've noticed about myself: the later I stay up, the mm-hmm. more solid my sleep is. Oh, okay. If I go to sleep too early, I can't sleep. I, yeah. But my brain is always working. Yeah. And I'll get up in the middle of the night and walk the entire house for a while, and then I'll yeah. go back to sleep. I'm like that, too. Sometimes my brain will not turn off. Yeah, it won't shut off. Um, yeah. But, yeah, one thing that I've done is a routine. Yeah. Like, I have to have a routine. Okay. Bed. And this sounds crazy, but I had a have a Google Home, and okay. I play uh, deep sleep music. Okay, so you're and taking care it, of yourself. Yes, and it puts me right out. And uh, here recently, I got a weighted blanket. Mm-hmm. Really? And so those things, because I'm always, I'm tired. Like, I'm physically tired. Yeah. But like you said, my brain is just, because we have a thousand and one things to do. And yeah. so I just, I went after, how do I make sure I have a productive sleep? Okay. Because I know I'm no good without. Well, and without see, sleep. and that's part of it. They talk yeah. about making sure you have, um, you know, food to eat. Right. You make sure you take in your, your nutrients, your mm-hmm. water exercise get some sleep mm-hmm. but just you got to take care of the yeah. body you yeah. gotta you gotta take care of that and then the last um thief mm-hmm. is your environment if your mm-hmm. environment does not support your goal yeah. so in other words if you're in an environment right that that, that is going to hinder your ability to reach your one right. thing that you're working on then either a change the environment or you get out of it right and so that's a huge one the way to protect what you what you've said yes to again is to stay productive. Is right. to say no to anything or anything that's that's derailing you. And sometimes your environment yeah. has a lot to do with yeah. it. Okay, so that is the gist of this book, um, the highly productive person's daily energy plan. Mm. All right. So number one, um, meditate and pray for spiritual energy. Whatever yes. you do, first thing right. you want, like I, I pray. Yes. I listen to music. I, um, you know, I have, God and I have conversations every day. Mm-hmm. He reveals to me what I did well. Mm-hmm. He reveals to me what I need to change. He reveal, he reveals to me who I need to go check on, like who I need to go talk yeah. to. Because I'm like, who, because my, my daily thing is I always say, Lord, let people see in me right. who you are. Right. So when they come upon me, mm-hmm. they desire to know, to you. know me through you. Mm-hmm. Like every day, I want them to see something in me that they're like, oh, I want that. Right. And that way they see you in me every day. That is my desire. So it also talks about um, eat right, exercise, sleep. We already talked about that. Okay. This is, I love this one. I love Hug, kiss, and laugh with loved ones for emotional yes. energy. So with you talking about with your girls, right. if you take care of yourself first, mm-hmm. Then you can, yeah, you can do that piece with them, yeah, you know. But this hug, kiss, and laugh with loved ones for emotional energy—that's huge. Yeah, and that does that does fill my bucket. Mm-hmm. It does. 
Then set goals, plans, and calendar for mental energy. And we were talking about that. And that is speaking to me because that's something I know that I don't do. Mm-hmm. So that is really speaking to me. And then time block your one thing, one thing for business energy. So that is the highly productive person's daily energy plan. So Naisha, what do you think? Well, I think it's going to be some good reading for me. <laughs> it really is. There are some things that I know, but I see the way that... um they can be reinforced in my life in this book. So I'm really excited to read this. I'm really excited. Well, I'm glad you're going to join me on this because yeah. I'm, I'm like 18 chapters ahead of you. <laughs> I'm chapter one. Well, I'm, I'm 17 chapters ahead. So I'm on my last chapter, chapter yeah. 18, and it's called The Journey. And it says, whatever you can see, you have the capacity yes. to move forward. And when what you go for is as, as fast as you can possibly envision, you will be living the biggest life that you can possibly live. So actions build on actions, habits build on habits, and success builds on success. So I'm extremely excited that you're going to be joining me on this journey of just kind of reading through this book and see how you can apply it to your life. Um, It has been a huge part of mine. Just like I said, it just reminds me of things that I know but I love the practicality of it, the right, application of right, it. Yeah. And it speaks to me in a language that, that it doesn't offend me. It, well, it, it it offends me. No, it doesn't offend me, but it's like... It makes um, me aware. It makes me aware. Yeah. That's exactly what it does. You're aware. So. All right, girl. Is there anything else? Oh, our quote. Oh, we have a quote. What's your quote? Let's see. What is the quote? Hey, our quote is, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Oh, say it again. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Ooh. Robert Louis Stevenson. Oh, and so is. this is going <laughs> towards my one thing. All right. Yes. Yeah, you know what it is yet? Thing. It is. But it's for me. <laughs> I do know my one thing. So she has Wait, I have a one question, thing. though. Oh, what is it? Can I have a professional one thing? Yeah. And then a personal one thing. I would say yes. Okay. Because I have a professional one thing. Okay. And I have a personal one thing. Okay. And sometimes they kind of go together. Right. And sometimes they don't. Right. But I do. And okay. so um the one thing I've dedicated myself to do, like I said, for the next 18 days, because mm-hmm. um, I have a big desire to make an impact on right. being that one person mm-hmm. that it could be any student on this campus, yeah. any staff member on this campus. Right. When they walk by me, I want them to feel needed, valued, loved. Yes. I want them to know I see their the white of their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I never, I, I could be that last person that person sees. Right. And if something is going on with them mm-hmm. that they started to feel invaluable. Right. I want them to know I see that them. you value them. I yeah. see them. Yeah. And I will do whatever it takes for them yeah. to feel that. Yes. And I, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And so I'm dedicating myself to that. That is my um my professional piece okay then i'm dedicating myself for the next 18 days to make this for here yes my personal piece that i'm working on mm-hmm. 
is sometimes we have a tendency to fall off on some of the walkthroughs that we do or fall off on some other things that we do as administrators, but I want to make sure that I model right. um, what I expect. Yeah. I want to model um, for others mm-hmm. the importance of things that have to keep going. Yeah. So my personal, my um, professional kind of kind intermingling of, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'm like, if I'm ready to verbalize mine, but I know Professionally, I do want to spend these last days letting my students know that they have achieved. Oh, there you go. Because I teach a subject sometimes that's hard for them. Mm-hmm. They're maybe not as confident mm-hmm. about. So I really want to build them up mm-hmm. to know that they have achieved. Well, there you go. And that's your so that's thing. yeah. Okay. Um, I love I, that. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited about it. It's like, I've got 18 days to do this. You I'm got excited. 18 days. Like, I can do it. So you got 18 days, right? And the fun yeah. part is you pause yeah. for the summer yeah. to refuel, right. to learn whatever it is you right. need to learn, and push play when you get right. back. So, because a lot of times what we do is hit stop, we're done. Yes. Right? But that's kind of like that VCR tape that keeps getting stuck. Yeah. So yeah. push pause and then push. Play. Yeah. So, all right, guys. All right. We're coming to the end of our podcast. We just hope that when you're with us and you're listening with us, that um, we're being relational because that's a whole thing that we want you to to get, that we're engaging, we're being authentic Authentic. um, through our learning about the joy that we have in our work and in our lives and what else? In our faith. Yeah. (laughs) In our blessings. Yes. We just enjoy it. We enjoy each other, enjoy each other's company, and we just want you to be able to experience what we're experiencing in this life because it is a fantastic one, and we just want to make sure we're living our best one. That's right. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye.